Welcome to the Escapist Corner. This is a podcast where we talk about lifestyle, sport, and entrepreneurship. We hope this can give you some inspiration to your daily life and also make you some good ideas um, based on where you are in your life. We're going to talk to uh, successful businessmen, coaches, sportsmen, athletes, doctors, what have you. Uh, please feel free to uh, look at our homepage, escapistcorner.com. There you find the, the links to Instagram and Facebook. Happy listening! We can already roll, so we're talking to Gregor. Yeah, what's your background? Did you grow up in a, in a, in a prison or did you...? <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, won't say that it's a... It was... <clears throat> I won't say that it was a prison. <laughs> it was a small town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, started with CrossFit six years ago, 2010. I did my level one. And uh, I came to CrossFit uh, through my uh, studies. I studied sports science in Heidelberg. Oh, okay. And uh, I did all kind of sports, um, but especially uh, soccer. Um, the last I played was um, four to five times a week, so it was kind of, I don't want to say. Semi-pro. Yeah, semi-pro. We had some semi-pros in our team, but I was a student and just trained and played. And uh, I started um, with a fitness, fitness training, exercising, kind of bodybuilding. Um, I came to uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> I bought his book and uh, tried to work out at home. Started with 17 with functional fitness, bodyweight stuff, pull-ups, push-ups, stuff like that. And then um, I came to the sports science, uh, studied it, and um, played soccer. I did barbell movements like uh, powerlifting, deadlift, squats, bench press uh, during my studies and um, to get a little stronger. Uh, I must say I was a really slow athlete, but very good in uh, endurance and um, stamina. I did a lot of interval training on the, ro on the runner, mm -hmm. the uh, treadmill. And uh, so I needed a little um, strength and I started with the barbell. So I came to the barbell and uh, did deadlifts and squats, got a little faster. And um, I came to Olympic weightlifting. I um, did the certificate, um, trainer certificate. And uh, through uh, the studies, I came to CrossFit. I saw the first uh, contact was a, was a video um, from uh, the CrossFit head coach, uh, Nicole Carroll. I don't know if yeah, you know yeah. that. Uh, she did overhead squats. Um, it was uh, like a small challenge against a huge guy. Yeah, yeah I've uh, seen that. With, with uh, I think it's with Kelly Starrett also. He's uh, kind of commenting that. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying something like, he already says before, like ankle mobility. <laughs> no, no. But he says like the shoulder mobility in this big guy sucks ass. So he's gonna just work against his body all reps. Yeah. And this girl has no problem with the mobility, so she's gonna win. And then they start. Yeah. I think it's that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was max reps with a uh, body weight overhead squats. Yeah. And she did like 36 reps, and the guy did like 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That I was impressed. I was pretty very impressed. And uh, so we tried the overhead squat, and I was close to crash the mirror in the in the gym. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, were allowed like people who what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It was like whoa. It's only 20 kilo the empty bar, and they did it with 50. Um, yeah, so we so we figured out what's CrossFit like, and uh, we did the level one. Um, 
we started really small. Uh, we all always trained in a small group, like four to five people pushing each other. We, I always had a timer when I did my workout, like 45 yeah. minutes, and then I'm done in the gym. So no talking, no whatever. Workout. Yeah, just time and work. Mm -hmm. Sorry, before that, just uh, you were saying football and barbells and stuff. Within the football uh, team, or uh, uh, were you the only one doing barbells, or which yeah. is like kind of a? Yeah, I was the only one. A anybody else was like, "Yeah, it's not good for your knees, for your back." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, I started in the lowest class, and I, then I got faster. I didn't yeah. really work on my soccer skills, but I was really compared to the others really fast. So I moved up seven leagues. Oh. And uh, yeah, because, only because I was the first guy at yeah, the ball. Guy in the yeah, I just have to be yeah. the first on the ball, so kick and run. <laughs> yeah, uh, it gets you very far. If you just if you're fast, you're, yeah. you're gonna be uh, yeah. an outlier. No, but um, so where are you born and raised, if I may ask? Uh, I was born in uh, Heidelberg. It's uh, near Mannheim, Frankfurt in yeah. uh, Germany. And I was uh, raised in Neckarsteinach. It's a really, really small town up the river. And uh, yeah, there I yeah. played soccer, tish tennis, table tennis, um, ping pong, tennis, uh, everything, like inline skating. I tried everything, yeah. but uh, stayed with the soccer and the barbell. Yeah. Uh, what kind of, uh, have you, uh, did you do anything like before you made into CrossFit and you wanted to do that, did you have any other profession or? Uh, yeah, um, I worked as a um, sport therapist with uh, people who had injuries, who had uh, yeah, broken, broken bones or uh, like dislocations and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Post-operative uh, people. Okay. And uh, I worked there four years. And uh, I was, uh, I would say, kind of nerdy to how the body move, moves, how, um, mm -hmm. how the functions of the joints, the, the, the muscles. And uh, I already used uh, the functional movements for rehab for yeah. the people. They regularly do like leg extensions and leg curls. and uh, No more isolation movements yeah, with it. Yeah. yeah, just stability. And I started with uh, air squats or lunges. And with uh, with people who came from who, who were sporty before, I really did pistols, and they they had really good progress. But yeah. we figured out you have to um, serve many people in the in the rehab, so you can't really focus on one on one coaching. So it was mm. this gap. I came in, and then mm. I figured out, yeah, CrossFit is is the kind of thing you really can coach people that intense with the functional movements and personal. Yeah. And they get the results, and um, this was yeah, exactly it's a way, yeah, and it's a way it's before it's pre uh, how do you call it? It's like no rehab, it's like pre pre injury. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get you probably. We all see these athletes and everything, but 99% of the people that go to CrossFit is just okay, I want to get fit, I want to be healthy lifestyle, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, that's that's the goal of our training. So, that was always my goal to, to prevent injuries or to rehab from injuries mm -hmm. and uh, to make them better and longer, healthier. Yeah, and uh, I came to, to CrossFit and we started with like five guys and uh, my sisters were there, my mother, my father, they <laughs> always, all had to join the whole family. They were like, oh no, I Let's never... put people to the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some more people. Yeah, my mother was, uh, I needed 
three years to, to get her into CrossFit because she never did any sports. She had a, yeah. a spine surgery with a 17. Wow. Um, you wouldn't operate this today, but yeah. they did. And uh, she did never, ever any sports. She, she walked with a dog and go swimming. Yeah. So she, she did, kind of, but nothing with a, with a like, functional fitness. Or, yeah. I think this, uh, this is something that I notice, and I think it's for a lot of like, people that are box owners and so on. It's kind of this, you're serving a lot of people. If you have a box and you have a couple hundred members, maybe, but it's not very uncommon that the closest family is not even there because they don't want to be coached by you, you know? Yeah. So it's not always very typical that you have your family in the box, which is a, like a misconception that you think that oh, my, my, the entire family is going to be here. Uh, I think we're, we're kind of lucky we're, we're having um, our families, or at, at least our wives there. But like for um, I think my parents will join, but they live in Chile. It's kind of a long trip every yeah. time. Every no, but I, 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 so <laughs> I got my my mom to join CrossFit, and uh, like for me, for me also personally, uh, I've, I've been like talking a bit about this kind of thing with my dad, who has sort of like a type, type two diabetes going on also, and um, um, the thing is, you always have to like approach in a very slow way because you kind of sound, sound like a, uh, you know, um, a Scientologue or something like that if, you're, <laughs> if you start to jabber too much about, hey, you know, you shouldn't eat that. You should, you know, do maybe a deep squat and so on. But people don't even understand what a squat is to begin with. They don't understand what food is. We, I mean, we, a good, good uh, meme from yesterday was like, there's nothing such, there's no such thing as junk food. There's junk and there's food. But to get there to people to understand that is, it's, uh, it's nothing that hap happens overnight. And I think for us, it's kind of, uh, we live in a, in a sphere where we see like, uh, that's a bad choice. We see all these red flags, but most people don't do and we are kind of hey what are you doing like and um, at the same time uh, for me also we we have a lot of discussion about food quality and so on is to like if I cheat I eat something is, that is bad which happens quite often it's kind of yeah you know my willpower is not it's not there it, it's not going to help me it's, it's we're programmed in certain ways so you know, uh, I'm not going to be able to withstand all, all the things. And that's kind of when you create the CrossFit box. Um, this is my opinion, is that you kind of create the sphere where you want to be, uh, where you can actually get in to influence so many people in their lives. And they're going to start to hang around with people that are healthier. Yeah. And, and without sounding too like religious about it, but it's kind of what's happening. Yeah, like peer group, if, yeah. if they all do yeah. it, you really implement these uh, things into your life. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we need to do or what I want to do, what we do in our box. If one starts and um, is um, stuck to uh, or, or decide to do a, a, spe a special um, uh, a nutrition plan or a, it's Maybe if it's only calorie tracking or yeah. cutting out the sugar or the sweets or whatever. And uh, yeah, they are inspired or people get hooked up 
just like yeah, me. I think of course you do it in a group within a group. It's like you feel the peer pr this positive peer pressure, I would say. Yeah, that you want to yeah. keep up. Uh, so no, I, would, I don't want to let down. Uh, so, for example, if I do it uh, and my wife doesn't follow up, so what's the sense? I mean, she's going to be buying candy. Usually it's the other way around. I buy candy. Makes it, makes it even harder. Yeah. yeah, it makes it even harder. Exactly. Yeah. So she's saying, hey, I have one person at home telling me, hey, don't do it because we're on a challenge. And then I have another guy at the office say, hey, don't do it. Yeah. So it's way better yeah. in a way to have to sneak out every time I go to the supermarket <laughs> and buy myself. But this is peer pressure. More, the bigger the group, the more pressure you have and the more yeah. confident you feel about, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I don't want to let these people yeah, down. You, you see that other people can do it. They can yeah. change it and they can stuck to the plan. Yeah. That's good. And uh, referring to what you mentioned before, like the, the, the family, t getting the family doing CrossFit or into CrossFit or doing what you do or what I do. Just like my mom, it's um, the, the problem is in the beginning, my mom sees me, sees an athlete working out really, really hard and yeah. crazy. And uh, she compares herself to me. To me and yeah. that's, that's the wrong approach. She really should go, okay, why do I do this? Okay. Yeah. I do squats because it's really a good functional movement you can train the whole body with just one exercise you you can develop strength mobility yeah. endurance if you do many squats yeah. um, and you prepare for life so getting up off the toilet or from a chair or from from, from a couch yeah, yeah I, uh, a good a good example is my uh, granddad we we sat on the couch and uh, we got over to to eat to dinner and he was like hey Gregor pick me up I was like, hey, come on. You can't eat if you can't get up. So There's your I, dinner. Yeah, I was like, I, I left him and I, I told him, okay, I pick you up if you do um, just one hour of workout per, per week. He was like, no. I was like, okay, see you later. And then he, he, he got into it. I picked him up and we got, every Wednesday we, we did a workout. It was just exercising. We did just uh, the, the bike, seated bike, mm -hmm. just to get in motion. He was really, really, um, he had a stroke, uh, stroke? Yeah. yeah. And so he couldn't move his arm pretty good and it was a little wobbling and walking. And um, he had a bar where he can hold himself. himself. And we did a, a quarter squat. Quarter squat. Go down, seems. up. He didn't even sweat. So the only thing was um, to make him full range of motion after two months mm -hmm. and as we begin I was behind him he was grabbing the bar and he was a quarter squat and as we ended like after three months every week one exercise he um, went all the way down to his heels and, and I was like okay we do as many squats as possible he grabbed himself and he did 30 squats that's uh, I mean but the thing, what happens at this one point is, that, and it happens also. I mean, you, you put a, like a very hard example of a, like a your grand, granddad, grandparent, granddad, English, my English accent. And but we see this also for uh, normal people going to the gym and say, "Hey, uh, CrossFit, no, you see, I, I just watch a YouTube video, and no, I cannot do anything of that." Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like you're just watching the CrossFit games. Like, yeah. yeah I, if I want to go running, I don't watch Usain Bolt and say, "No, I cannot do that." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably cannot. Of course not. So, what's the scale? How you make people come and join to the box? Lose this fear of no, this resistance. You have three months with your granddad. Yeah. How you do it with a customer in a weekend in a free trial? What I mean, once they get through the door, it's already easy. Oh, you're here. You want yeah. this. Yeah. But how you bring these guys, afraid of these guys, hey, join, yeah. come in. Um, 
the thing is right now we're, we don't do any marketing or advertising like uh, yeah. Yeah. telling people who don't know who, who are not interested in CrossFit to, to do CrossFit because this is the next step this is really really hard yeah. um, we got people they contact us they, they come they want to want to try a free trial so they come in and they already yeah prepare to whatever yeah. they saw on the internet and what, whatever they think CrossFit is so um, what we do is we, we got a fundamental or on-ramp class every day for one hour and we go to the basic movements and when they step in the box they see on the one side they see the regular class with any kind of people like mm -hmm. yeah. old big small tall strong the 99% everything is in the class so they see okay and they start to compare okay this is maybe not me but I can do this and I can do ring rows and yeah the, the, these CrossFit mom is doing it yeah. so mm, maybe I can do it too and then they start the, the fundamentals and we really only do with an with a empty bar and yeah. we start with a, with a broomstick as well yeah. we got 5 kilo bars that's yeah. the, the, the best thing we ever bought like 5 kilo bars because yeah. it's a barbell but it's only 5 kilo yeah. so they can do the barbell movements and we start with the empty bar and we do really really hard skill yeah. focus on skill and um, telling them what we are doing so they understand it's not just okay we do CrossFit this is it Cindy do uh, five pull-ups or ring rows whatever you, every, anybody can do ring rows so see you can do ring rows too but we, we tell them what is the purpose of the ring row to get strength in the upper body yeah, exactly. to get the shoulder back and down to really get it um, maybe to, to fix the shoulder when you're sitting on the table all day yeah, exactly. Open so, they, so they know they come here not to hit a workout and to sweat and maybe puke afterwards or hitting some PRs they come here to put their shoulders back and down to get their shoulders strengthened yeah. up and um, developing some fitness and healthiness not keeping no, keep, keeping the track of sickness and this is the, the main part we do in the fundamentals so we really really teach 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 and educate this is the this is our, our spirit. We want to educate people in the movements. Yeah. And when we educated them, when they know how the skill is and why we're doing it and why do we do the deep squat and not the heavy weight and the quarter squat, and then we can add some weight and some intensity. Yeah. Sure, we do some intense workouts like burpees and stuff and sit-ups. You can put in some intensity. You will sweat and you will feel like yeah. shit afterwards. Yeah. But uh, it's still... Easy this skill. Is progression and, yeah, it's progression, and yeah. that's this is the, the the best thing. You really, really start low. Try to, we teach our philosophy of CrossFit, <coughs> and uh, yeah, then we on ramp the people. So you started CrossFit. You were saying this four small group, four or five people. Which, which year was that? Uh, 2011 in January. So it's been six years. How is it now? How? Oh, we learned a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot because when when we started we the first adopters in the market is they are the underground fitness they really yeah. want the basement they want sweat no shirt blood chalk, chalk <laughs> anything like that like scream shouting and now we we want our our moms our sisters our dads yeah. our friends yeah. we want all of them in the box and we want them all to serve a really really good program and um, so we divide into 
Um, we got a, we got a concept where we got like five how do you call categories it? Like or categories or, or stages. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can up ramp to the games, yeah. but you really start with the basement. We start with a, we start with the basics. We start with a mobility screening. Yeah. So people know if you are any if you've got a lack of mobility somewhere, you really really struggle in any movement yeah. later on. Yeah. So you you've got a risk of injury. You're really not working on your health or on your fitness. You 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 have to do some homework for yourself. Yeah. And this is what we teach as well. If people come in and they can't reach their toes with extended knees, we get them accessory what they can do at home. Yeah. We we write it down, we got a booklet. So you, they get a screening for the mobility, they get a screening for the body, body fat percentage, so they know where they are. Most people come in and say, yeah, can you teach me muscle up? And I say, yeah, <laughs> show me 10 pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah, I can't exactly. do it. So yeah, we start yeah, at the bottom. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, what has or do you have any specific like inspiration uh, to do with that, or how did you come to that? Was it from the sports therapy thing, or did, have you also uh, like got inspired from somewhere to do this uh, over the time? Or um, as I said, I, I really I'm really nerdy in movements and scaling and, and how the body works. So yeah. this is kind of a thing from from me like. Um, building up levels so yeah. people know okay I'm right here this is a test I missed maybe one part but I can fix it and then the, the benefit will be a kipping pull up a toaster bar a muscle up some win okay and um, body fat percentage is a, a really really big um, health marker yeah. because if you're overweight yeah. you're, you're risky so for health and for your movements if you do kipping movements or if you want to do gymnastic movements like pull-ups, push-ups, stuff like that, you really have a good uh, a relationship, a relation to yeah. a, a ratio between your body weight and your strength. Yeah. Yeah. So we work on both. We work on the, the fitness and we work on the composition of your body. Yeah. And you really have to make it, yeah, show the people where they are. So we tell them if you are not under 20% body fat as a male, uh, after tw uh, uh, beyond 25 as a female, don't you ever try kipping gymnastic movements. No, you're gonna burn yourself, yeah. Yeah, it's a risk. Yeah. And it, we, got, we got different um, um, like rules for, for movements, not only scalings as well as rules. You have to do five strict handsome push-ups before you do a kipping handsome push-up. And we teach them why we don't, why is a ki our kipping handsome push-up is on, in our pyramid is like level four. It's a CrossFit specific competition movement. It's not a movement you need to get healthier. It's a movement to compete in CrossFit competitions. Yeah. So this is to get these and the people's minds. They, they go to Facebook, they go to Instagram, yeah, they go to the games and they see the kipping hands and push-up and the kipping chest-to-bar pull-ups and the muscle-ups, everything with a kip. Yeah. But the, the purpose of these kips are endurance, endurance for for well, these movements, not strength. Yeah. If you don't have the strength, you can't work on endurance in this specific movement. We, we talked about that. Uh, we talked about this a lot, and it's about kind of okay uh, about the compensation. Uh, that if it's in strength or if it's in mobility. So you see all these like you have some pro athletes, really good weightlifters, like heavy. They can lift really heavy fucking weights, and you know. Uh, 
people are looking up to these guys and and like from just from the eyes of like is that healthy or not it's not it's not the right question because uh, or is the right question if you're looking for health because if you see sure. like a weightlifter and you see okay his name uh, knees are banging in and he's but he's lifting 200k he, his knees are you know uh, all taped up and everything so he can do that and yeah sure like if you're competing if you're going for gold you want to be the best in the world for this yeah um, and you find found a compensation and you want to do that like okay it's a competition is that is your priority to be uh, compensate and do this competition like it's up to you but people the broad mass has to understand just because the pro lifter is doing something wrong it doesn't mean that this is the right way yeah, yeah. and uh, we said that like what if like we say because uh, I've seen like some good crossfitters here in, in, in Ber- uh, Berlin in Germany and I see like oh now I'm injured now I'm doing this uh, I'm injured again and then you see some videos and I see like hey but why are you doing these compensation faults when you are practicing? Yeah, like, yeah sure. Uh, that's a good question. And uh, this is a big point as we do, as we serve in the box as well, or put on focus. What is your goal? Yeah. If your goal is to win the gold medal in Olympic lifting, then boy, don't no, think well, about your knees. Yeah. If your goal is developing health and fitness over your whole life, this is a totally different point of view. So, yeah. but guys, I'm sorry. Um, my team is, I think, competing no. in one minute. Can we do a break and? No, we just get to where you just do yeah. later. Is it okay? No worries. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go watch. Cool. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> I hope they didn't start yet. Go.